Amy Cornell is a freelance writer in Bloomington, Indiana. Pre-COVID, Amy co-led writing circles with incarcerated women at the Monroe County Correction Center and creative writing and memoir circles for Women Writing for a Change of Bloomington. Amy writes poetry, creative nonfiction, novels, blog posts, book reviews, short stories, and loves to hear other women tell stories both real and imagined. Every April, she participates in the National Poetry Writing Month Challenge of writing a poem a day for 30 days. These are some of those poems. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. Amy, what poems have you brought for us today? When I write poetry, sometimes I enjoy considering perspectives that are little known to us. This poem is called Happy's Tale. We always resented being called dwarves. Most of us were of normal height. Doc actually hit about five foot six, and when he went out in his lift shoes, Sneezy could ride all the rides with ease. One tabloid was looking for an angle, a reason why this beautiful woman, heir to a throne even, would choose to live in the woods, away from all that, as housemaid to seven unshaven men. Oh, look, they're little people, one producer said. And so began this horrifying journey where everyone talked about our size, our size in relation to the she-woman, our tiny beds, our tiny shoes, our tiny selves. Never have seven men been so diminished all to help make sense of what? Teen angst? Domestic violence? Food poisoning? We loved her, though. We did. Grumpy always was less grumpy. Bashful walked around in his underwear, didn't think twice when she was there. She overlooked Sleepy's horrible apnea and never believed Dopey was the slow one. He simply came from a place where the rules were different. And contrary to popular opinion, she did not make all our beds while we worked. We made our own beds, thank you. But before, when she was here, before that prince and all the short jokes and bad apples, when it was only us, we did sing a lot. She could really belt out a tune, Doc and I could harmonize like nobody's business. Sleepy wailed on the drums and bashful on the bass. That should have been the story. Long nights of jamming with those long, clear notes sounding above the trees. That really should have been what they reported. Big Bad and the Littles See Lupus here. I always laugh when they call me this. Big Bad, Big Bad. I have this wrap around the hood. Big Bad. Well, have you seen the three littles lately? The three littles could easily flatten one old big bad me. One of those bad boys, widow itty piggies that everyone's always worried about, weigh about 700 pounds each. That's like almost 10 of me. They're so fat they can barely move. I have more interesting prey to prey upon. Little pigs indeed. Please. And that redhead girl, the one who I am allegedly always threatening to eat that says I have big eyes, Her boyfriend, Lumberjack, whatever, pulled out a gun and shot the fur clean off my left ear. And I did not dress up like her grandmother at all. That was just a misunderstanding when I was caught looking at all of Grandma's underthings hanging on the line. It was all too big for me anyway. But it's like this. If you're big and have that look in your eye, like the guy who lives alone at the end of your street and collects from garbage cans, like the drugstore cashier who hasn't had a break in six hours so she won't even call to see if your script is on its way because she thinks you're scamming them for drugs, like the high school football player in a 100-degree afternoon practice who's told to do one more lap before he drinks. If you're big and have that look in your eye, you will always be mistaken for big and bad 
when really, truly, you always know that you are terribly, terribly small. The Empress's New Clothes She invented the impossible, clothes with no color, not white, not beige, not dull, but no color at all, the very absence of pigment. She slipped the shirt over her head, pulled the pants to her waist, and disappeared under her no-color wear. No one has seen her since. You've been listening to the poetry of Amy Cornell on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin-Estorcy.